0: This episode of Weed and Grub Live is presented by Smoking Paper. Smoking is one of the leading brands in rolling papers. You can find smoking on five continents and in more than 100 countries worldwide. Slim, king size, hemp, there's a smoking paper for every kind of roll. Smoking is committed to quality papers and respect for the environment. Follow at Smoking Paper on Instagram or go to smokingpaper.com. Smoking. Roll with it.
1: This episode is also brought to you by Magical Butter. The Magical Butter Machine is the easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home. Simply add your herbs and your butter, cooking oil, or grain alcohol, set your time and temperature, and the machine does the rest. Go to magicalbutter.com and use the code Weed and Grub for 20% off at checkout.
0: Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Ooh. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike?
1: It's these are good almonds.
0: Yeah, the smokehouse almonds. Yeah, welcome
1: mm-hmm. to Weed and Grove, everybody. This is definitely a podcast about food and weed and sex
0: and pop culture.
1: Anything we want to talk about?
0: Yeah, smoking, snacking, hanging, yeah, get, yep. y- yapping.
1: I was gonna say yapping, and then when you start saying hanging, I panicked, and then I said <laughs> yanging. Yarping, <laughs> yarping, yarpin and yarping and slapping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pooping and flapping. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we both tired? Yeah, I am fucking like I am so tired. If I fall asleep during this podcast, well, I'll wake myself up by like I'll do a snore snap. I would uh, wake wait, myself a up. What? As, you know when you fall asleep somewhere where you're not supposed to fall asleep, and then you like wake yourself up as you like you do the a like snore snack a snore snap. Oh, a snap. A like a bend and snap, but a snore snap. Have you ever done it? Like you know you're falling asleep like on a airplane or a train or something because you're just so fucking exhausted. And as you fall asleep, you like your head drops and you do that snap. but it usually goes along with like a snore so you're like (laughs) you know (laughs) i call it a snore snap i fucking fall asleep on planes all the time i'm just like i like something about the white noise puts me to sleep and i i I fucking always wake myself up with one of those and usually the person next to me is like looking at me and i'm embarrassed that that was amazing oh thank you wow
1: (laughs) I, i love i have done that and it has been on an airplane the worst part about it is knowing that you know that you made that noise oh. because you're in that like you're in that middle distance of sleep, so you definitely heard it, and so did everyone around you.
0: Yeah, it fucking wakes you the fuck up because it's so goddamn loud.
1: Wait, could you do it again?
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made myself cough. A snore, snap, snore, snap. yep so if i fall if i start falling asleep during this podcast i will yeah that's that's what happens if you fall
1: asleep during this hot pot i'm gonna be pissed
0: i'm not gonna fall asleep i'm fucking tired though man i was why i was at electric daisy carnival for five days yeah yeah the fucking biggest festival in the world i just found out really supposedly that's what i was told it was half a million people really yeah it was a
1: million people in vegas Mm mm-hmm and you all were, wearing
0: blinky lights.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like uh, just like nude people on Molly jumping up and down to. So many
0: ass cheeks. So many. I'd never seen that many ass cheeks. I mean, I've worked EDC for a couple years now. This is my third time working it. And I feel like the as the fashion and that whole culture sort of like gets bigger and evolves, the ass cheeks are just getting <laughs> more and more exposed.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Are they beautiful booties
0: though? Fucking hot, hot booties. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, booties of all kinds, actually. I mean, people really like let their fucking freak flag fly at that festival, which I really like. You know, it's the plur community. It's the sort of like, be who you are and we're all here together. And like, they really embrace, you know, people of all it, shapes and sizes. Isn't is it interesting
1: great. when there's a difference when you can see those festivals between somebody who's like a really big try hard, where they're like, oh, this is what I think you're supposed to wear here. Mm-hmm. And then somebody who is like, owning the fuck out of looking cool. Yeah. And you're like, damn, because I don't feel like I have the confidence and that's not up my alley to rock that assless chap and a corset and some like really sexy, glittery makeup. Like it's just not in my wheelhouse, but when I see somebody who is, and they're owning the fuck out of it, I, they've, inspire me it feels really cool
0: it is fucking sexy when someone is you know just yeah rocking that look and feeling super good about themselves and like especially for me like i was working in the um kind of the vip area and so all of those people are like just kind of buying their outfits and you know they've all got like lots of money and beautiful bodies and stuff but when you actually go into the crowd and see the people who like fucking made their outfits and they've been waiting all year to rock it like those are the ones who to me just make my heart fucking sing and it was great like there were some were there any glow sticks Ha <laughs> uh yeah just a few uh huh. (laughs) yeah i actually worked with a woman who has epilepsy and she couldn't stay past sundown because the whole like blinky light up festival was will trigger her um epilepsy so no
1: doubt can i tell you a rave story please so i used to go to a lot of raves in st louis awesome you know did i tell you when i used to put molly up my butt
0: oh i feel like you've mentioned it in passing i don't know if you've ever
1: (laughs) passing (laughs) i
0: don't know if if you've ever told me about it
1: (laughs) hey mary jane what are you up to today i'm like
0: what are you doing mike oh i just
1: put molly up my butt anyway uh Oh, other line. Hold on. Dude. Well, okay, so you put Molly up your butt. So, yeah, because you know how it kicks in faster if you put it up there.
0: I hear it does. Is that true, though? Does it matter? I don't know. It feels great. I mean, I feel like you should assess whether or not it actually does work, and then if Such it doesn't make pun. it faster. Such a good pun. Hold on. We
1: can't go past that pun.
0: ass Yeah. Yeah, so you should assess mm-hmm. if it fucking works faster, and then if it doesn't, you could just take it orally. Right?
1: Yeah. You know what the bad part is, is that... <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bad part about putting molly up your ass is, yeah what's the bad part about putting molly up your butt mike
1: it that it does work <laughs> and so now it's just like the thing that you do
0: oh is that how you always put your molly if i have That's a choice you, you, you always put it up your butt Yeah. Okay. Good to know.
1: (laughs) Before I take it out of the package, after I take it out of the package. Anyway, the point of this story is that I was on Molly in St. Louis at a rave. Dance, 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 jump, 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 feeling really good. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I put a glow stick in my mouth.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say in your butt. (laughs) That <laughs> was going to be like, I don't like know. Like your nutsack lights up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's
1: like, what is going on down there? I
0: can't support putting glow sticks in your ass. I'm sorry. No. No, I, I think they're toxic.
1: Well, that's what happened. I was jumping up and down and I had two other ones in my hands and I was just waving them and enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And I bit down because of the molly and it broke in my mouth. Ooh. And it's it's caustic. It's like acid. It like burned my fucking mouth. And it was a nightmare.
0: Oh, I bet oh. you looked really fucking cool, though. Oh, yeah. With like it some, dripping down. A nightmare joker, like glow stick <laughs> Brave boy yeah ooh. ooh, i bet you scared the shit out of someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're like bleeding radioactive blood through your fucking ooh. oh yeah, yeah. and then
1: you like you're like ur, 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 with your eyes because you're like am i seeing this and then you're like oh no i'm in some blade movie oh no yeah
0: it's radioactive vampires
1: can you uh, yeah if a glow stick broke in your butt that would seriously be awful
0: yeah it would not be cool so anyway
1: edc <laughs> well congrats it sounds like it was a great time i hope it was
0: yeah i mean i was just working so i was you know driving around on a golf cart with a radio and you know that whole thing but it was pretty cool
1: how good is that flex when you're driving through 500,000 people on a golf cart like
0: eh-eh. yeah golf cart lifestyle is pretty good i've definitely gotten used to it over the years like i've worked at a lot of festivals and i used to like try and get a golf cart every time i worked like the big weed events and stuff because it's just like it feels cool to roll up on a golf cart and oh, you have the. Pack. My-
1: I'm sorry to interrupt, but you what? just made me think. Um, what's next? It's like bird scooters, right? Bikes. Whoa! We're gonna get like bird scooter golf carts eventually, right? For you and your homies to like cruise home.
0: No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if that would take off if everyone's think just driving. So? Well, I mean, if everyone like switched from cars to golf carts, that might make, like make for a nicer society and, you know, just overall, like if everyone get, got out of their cars and got onto golf carts. Yeah. That'd be nice. You
1: can't, you're not going to die on a golf cart. You, I mean, you're going to, like if it tops out at, 10 miles per hour, and you're no. just driving with your homies, and it's a five block radius. I think I think Bird should make golf carts. I that would be the <laughs> shit.
0: Okay, you heard it here first.
1: Can you imagine? Shout out Bird, yeah. All right, and it's called well, what's a good name for it because you can't <clears throat> call them golf carts. I bet that's like patent pending.
0: <laughs> I don't know, like buggy booze, buggy booze. Okay. Gotcha. Wouldn't that be tight? You just unlock a buggy boo with the microchip in your hand?
1: Yo. Yo. <laughs> Get at me, biohackers. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's your deal? What are you feeling? How are you feeling today?
1: I'm feeling really good. Yeah. Yeah, we can't talk about it. But I hopefully everybody'll hopefully it'll speak for itself.
0: Oh, I'm so fucking excited when you will be able to talk about it. Well, but yeah. this is fucking yeah. So you've you've been putting out some energy into a cool project. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's just gonna be all right. Let's let's move on to Word on a Tree. Okay. Uh, word on the tree. Because, word on the tree. Because I the more I can't talk about it, the more it's like, why are you fucking talking about it,
0: asshole? Yeah, so. well, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Archie's excited. Can you hear him? He's all <laughs> clicking around over there. He Archie. Is. So, okay, word on the tree. So Wh- which is uh, our news segment, which is presented by, oh, some Gazette, I guess, is our news segment, which is presented by Word on the Tree, which is uh, at Word on the Tree, follow them for everything good in cannabis news.
1: Yeah, it's the cannabis news source. And today, since today is all about celebration and good vibes and positivity, uh-huh. Colorado just hit a new record high for marijuana sales. Whoa. So they sold $142.4 million in cannabis products in March through dispensaries.
0: Whoa. That's
1: more than any other month since rec sales started in 2014.
0: Just in March.
1: Just in March, $142.4 million.
0: That's fucking amazing. Yeah. And like the crazy part about it is that um, the revenue, like from the taxes in Colorado, goes to, I believe, I think it's all to like education and roads and like programs that really benefit the state, you know?
1: To put the money back mm-hmm. in.
0: That's like the taxation program in Colorado was like, you know, I think they have a, a surplus of taxes, even, which would be, I don't know. I want to look into it more and find out like what happens to the weed tax in Colorado because it's be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Also, it was all by one person. One oh. person bought <laughs> all that. <laughs> Seth Great Rogen party. was
0: like yeah. <laughs> stocking up to hang out with Snoop. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Seth for his new movie Long Shot was like, I need $142 million in weed.
0: I mean, what would be the ultimate weed party like that you would drop all the fat cash on? Like, you just think like there's, I feel like nobody has has thrown the ultimate stoner party or festival yet even though there are so many like big weed festivals and like weed events now but like there's there's got to be i want to throw the greatest weed party that's ever happened and invite all of the people who like you know will make it that
1: yeah well i love that the angle is just to throw the greatest party that is different than what most events are right Uh because like whether it's for like a beautiful cause or charity or it's for a business to launch or anything like there's always the angle of the purpose is part of the event yeah. but you just want to throw I just want you to throw want a EDC. Bug-
0: yeah, I just want to throw like a giant weed party where everyone is there to have a great time and celebrate. I mean, it already exists. Like it's Hemp Fest or it's the Ann Arbor Hash Bash or it's, you know, there's one in Boston that happens every year that it's this, this, this the I can't remember the name of it, but like they it they exist, but I just feel like in not in a modern way, like they're all kind of throwbacks to a time when weed wasn't really, you, people weren't able to celebrate it openly. And so they were sort of like countercultural protest festivals, protestables, you know what I mean? I love that name. Yeah. And so, you know, something like the High Times Cannabis Cup is like, you know, sort of like a festival that's, you know, really about like brands and making money and all that kind of thing, as opposed to like just people coming, purely coming together. It's not just about the people like showing up and sort of like puffing together so i guess i don't know i want to throw like a really cool giant weed party where everyone's just getting together to have a great time that has nothing to do with a protest or money
1: yeah you know what i mean well it makes me think about well we were talking the other day about where we think culture is headed and we were like i don't think it's a new vape pen i don't think it's like a new strain where is cannabis headed yeah and we really started it's when we drove by a domino's pizza
0: Oh yeah! Right,
1: and I was just like, "Oh my God!" It's when celebrities start dispensary franchises. Fuck yes! That's the time that that fucking huge weed party is going to happen. It yeah. is when Seth Rogen opens up dispensaries all over the country because it's federally legal. Yeah, um, Houseplant becomes his go-to. Which Kirkland is the name of brand? That's his brand, right? Yeah. Seth Rogen's Houseplant. Houseplant. Exactly. So. Oh, please go. Well, ahead. No, I was just gonna
0: say I read a, a piece on Leafly today um, <clears throat> written by Elise McDonough about uh, all of the new celebrity weed brands that she saw at the Hall of Flowers. Um, conference that's basically like a giant conference in northern california it was in sonoma on the sonoma county fairgrounds where like you know all of these brands get together and just you know show off and kind of flex for each other it's a bizcon basically sure and they i think she said that there were like 40 brands that all launched on the same day and most of them were like celeb branded like post malone and the game and uh i can't remember who else but those were the two that stick with post weird malone Al. <laughs> yeah. uh
1: uh gloria stefan
0: um there's one like uh, Bernie
1: from Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, there's, Rome <laughs> there's
0: Rome from Sublime. There's Rome from Sublime. There's Two Chains has one. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Gizmo from Gremlins. Oh
0: my God! A Girl Talk has one. Oh, that's dope. Uh huh. Gizmo from Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, you can only smoke it during the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: if you get munchies at night,
0: You're I wouldn't fucked. do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a little PCP in it. <laughs> You've
1: got to stay up through the night. Uh So that if you're, oh, because then you're not hungry. Or are you saying to stay awake so you don't eat at midnight?
0: Well, what happens at midnight when they eat? They turn, at midnight, he shakes
1: and they pop out of his back.
0: Right. Oh, God, that was so gross. I loved it. Really?
1: Yeah. Gremlins 2, one of the best, uh, uh, one of those times when the sequel was better than the original.
0: I have never seen Gremlins 2.
1: We will watch it.
0: I would like to watch it. I would it's like to get really baked so and watch it. so campy. Okay. So fun. Awesome. Anyway. Anyway. So
1: all these brands launched at the same time.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the sort of like the question is, or the question that, you know, she was asking in the, in the article was like, you know, does anyone really care about like weed, celebrity branded weed? Like, are people going to buy Post Malone's weed brand just because they love Post Malone's music? And they're like, oh, I got to get myself some sheboink. Yeah. Or are they going to have to stand out because they're actually great brands with great you know great weed and great tarps and all the awesome things i think you know i i believe the latter i think the product will always sell because it's good especially in the cannabis community like people don't give a fuck about name brands they really care about like good flower I, like, I don't good know though i don't know well people who don't know
1: yeah because it makes were- me think of travis scott who just launched a new sneaker with nike okay and if you Care about that? Like this, they it was a limited edition. They dropped on the same day, crashed the app, and now they're selling on StockX for like four grand. Whoa! Each okay. So if so, to go back, it's like Travis Scott, who is a great artist, right? But it's like, is his sneaker that dope?
0: No, no, I no. Of course it's not. No, that's that's all about the celebrity branding. But I think that the sneakerhead community are all about the branding, and they don't right do they do they actually care about how great that sneaker is or do they just want it for the
1: you know every once in a while like when yeezy when kanye made the yeezys it kind of broke the mold because it was a style of sneaker that had never been seen before Uh uh-huh so in that case i would say yes or the red october again it was like what the fuck is this but the travis scott is a like it's a nike with who's texting you travis is he like (laughs) yo are you all talking about me but with somebody like travis it's like it's a cool nike with like a cool colorway yeah um that is just selling because it was limited edition and it's Travis Scott. That's my opinion. Yeah.
0: Okay. I guess, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It remains to be seen. Like the legal weed market and celeb branding are, everything's so fucking new. I mean, we're only a year and a half into it here in California. I
1: feel like I'm on the inside of a bubble where I don't necessarily know if I, if anyone (laughs) I know will get Post Malone's brand because he is Post Malone. But I will say, uh, If I had a choice between something that is Post Malone and not Post Malone, Mm -hmm. I'm getting Post Malone because I know who he is and therefore I trust him because he's famous.
0: Sure. Like if you're a new consumer and you're like, I don't know what, like looking at the case. And of course, he's got like great design and, you know, he's got money behind it. So he'll be in every dispensary. So he'll be like really available Sure, but then when you actually learn about, like, what's good, then you'll start figuring out, like, the, oh, you want the small batch artisanal fucking, or just, like, that high-end, you know, whatever. You'll figure out your tastes, and you'll get what you like, and I think that's how weed goes. Like, the cream will always rise to the top, and, like, you know, for instance, like, antibiotics, you know what I mean? Like, those guys have... Huge facilities in Nevada and in California, and they don't have anything to do with any celeb branding. They're just, they let the weed speak for itself. It's just all about like their genetics and the fact that they're still like hand trimming, even though there are these massive operations. And like you get their live resin pen, and it's the fucking shit. Like,
1: yeah, I do think that celebrities are just, it's not that they're thinking too small. I think it's that they're thinking in a very safe way still because it's sure. not federally legal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I genuinely want Martha Stewart to have a dispensary franchise sure I want a Martha Stewart dispensary huh next to the haircut place next to the grocery store next to the Starbucks but you're not fucking
0: going to a Martha Stewart dispensary be real like you don't. I'm not but yeah. in the
1: Midwest where my mom shops because sure. everything is convenient and in a two-mile radius and you yes. just make three quick lefts and you're at that place 100% sure hundred percent I want that
0: you want it available for people like your mom yep right yeah, yeah. I can get down with- yeah totally like You know, Whoopi Goldberg actually has a lot of people don't know this, I think nationally, but she has a cannabis product that's been on the market for a couple of years now that's for women with menstrual. I mean, it's it's basically a line that's designed for women because of like to. We're talking about
1: Papa and Barkley. No, no Whoopi and Maya.
0: Whoopi, yeah, it's called Whoopi and Maya. Why would I think, <laughs> oh, you know
1: Whoopi's brand, Papa. Oh, I'm so, I'm sorry.
0: We're tired, man. Yo, okay. <laughs> so
1: the name of Whoopi's company is? Whoopi and Maya. And, and her brand is?
0: So it was designed for women, especially to help with cramps and anything related to your cycle. So there's a rub and an Epsom salt soak and a like a tincture and a raw cacao that you can stir into like hot milk or you can just have a spoonful of it on your own and they're basically all designed to sort of relief, like for pain relief.
1: And what were you saying about Whoopie and Maya's, um, like their business model per month? Too? Oh,
0: they're fucking. So they are a women-owned company. Um, so Whoopie's business partner is Maya Elizabeth, who's like an award-winning edibles maker here in California, and they partnered to make Whoopie and Maya. And as a woman owned company, they actually give the women who work for the company a day off every month. That's called a moon day. For your cycle, and you also get um, free sanitary products. So I love that. All of the offices are stocked with you know tampons and pads, which is incredible because currently, like the state of affairs in the world is that not only do you have to buy all of your tampons and pads, but they're fucking taxed at the same rate like anything else is in the world. Like there's a tax on those things, and like yeah. some places are trying to pass legislation to just take the tax off sanitary products, but to actually be a company that offers them to their employees for free and also encourages you to take a day off if you're having a day where you're like my period hurts and I feel like just staying home with a hot water bottle on my stomach like yeah that's fucking this, incredible and super progressive and very very cool
1: one of the first girls I ever dated used to just like crumple oh yeah and I was like what the fuck is going on and she was like go away and I was like why what's up how can I help and she's like don't touch me leave me alone. This is how this is today. Tomorrow will be better. And I, I was my first time looking at somebody's own body, just kind of bringing them to the floor. And it, it, it was an intense moment.
0: Have you ever been like, uh, when you're playing sports, like kicked in the lower back yeah, or, or like kicked by a horse? like have i ever been kicked by yes of
1: course i've been kicked by a horse mary jane what do you you? think i've listened to old town Roan, but i haven't (laughs) been kicked by a horse what you think i wasn't in john wick 3 and i haven't been kicked by a horse yes i'm always getting kicked by horses by the way keanu (laughs) you took my job
0: oh i thought
1: i was gonna get john wick and Mm. congrats on your trilogy man i uh i just so you know it was it came down to you and me
0: yeah well he did a great job i think you know it was fine yeah (laughs) but no i really want like that day that you know she was like get the fuck away from me and don't talk to me and don't touch me and leave me alone and just if anything like get me some advil and shut the door on your way out it feels like you've been kicked by a horse yeah in your lower back it's incapacitating and so you know more often than not like you have to fucking go to work anyway so you just like load up on advil and take a hot water bottle with you and like hope that you know you can make it through the day without puking or passing out it's really fucked up and hard why wouldn't
1: you get a day off
0: Well, you know, we live in a patriarchy. So anyway, moving (laughs) on from that. uh, But it's just really cool. They're a fucking great company. And they're a celebrity branded company that I believe are like, you know, it's important that like she gave her name to a cannabis product that she believed in, you know, before weed was recreationally legal. It was when it was still medical. And it's just so, you know, like that kind of celebrity branding to me matters because it will encourage people who don't know about it to actually buy products if they're feeling nervous about it. They're like, "Well, whoopee Goldberg." I mean, you know, Sister Act, like, come on. Sister the view. Yeah.
1: She's on one of the number one women sitting in a in a semicircle shows <laughs> in the world
0: so funny yeah (laughs) she is and she's also been around for 40 years i mean you know talking to people from movie screens and tv i mean she was on star trek for god's sakes she was yeah the next generation no shit dude
1: i've not i can't keep them straight you gotta catch up on star
0: trek yeah no you have to catch up on some old things and i gotta catch up on some new things
1: star trek is basically it's like the office in space
0: Star Trek it's is so... one of two things that I want to watch from my bed in a hotel room in Vegas. What's number one? Law and Order SVU. Fuck. I just want to. This is what I did at EDC. It was the fucking best. I would come back from EDC. I would be like so foot sore and just, you know, dusty and kind of Bone tired. tired you know, yeah. Your joints kind of hurt and stuff. I would shower. I would eat like five milligrams of uh, my new favorite chocolate covered blueberry uh, thing. And, what, Defonte? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would get in my fresh, fresh, crisp bed with the fresh hotel sheets, and I would put on Law & Order SBU, and I would pass out, and it was so fucking good. So, okay,
1: this is a really good topic to ask people to write in about. Yeah. What is your, Mary Jane, and what is everyone who's listening, what is your, I'm so tired, I'm going to treat myself... Before I have the deepest, heaviest sleep. Mm. What is your thing that you like to do?
0: Oh, yeah. So
1: yours would be take a a 5MG and put on a little L&O?
0: Yeah, it's got to be like shower and then your body is sort of still fresh. What's that shower? shower temp? Oh, pretty hot! Like you, yeah. so your skin—you come out pink. Yeah, you know, and your hair—you like you put your wet hair up in a towel, but you just don't like put <sighs> on a robe. Or, you don't put on a robe or anything. Yeah, so that you...
1: knife got turned on. It <laughs> fell over. That whole knife was like, huh. it was like leaning in to listen. It was like what? And then it was. Huh? Whoa. Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was falling asleep, <laughs> <laughs> out from the knife. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to be like your skin is pink. Your hair is in a towel, the rest of you is naked, you took your five milligrams, you brush your teeth, you get a nice cold glass of water for your nightstand that's just right within reach, you plug your phone in, you get into the slidiest, crispest, cleanest, coolest sheets, you make sure all of the curtains are closed, and you put on Law & Order, or Star Trek, either. And then you just drift away. Mm. And then at some point you wake up and the TV is still on and you've left the remote within, you know, hand reaching distance and you just turn it off and then you just go back to sleep and you wake up like restored. Yeah. I mean, fully restored. Yeah. It's fucking great. What's your routine?
1: That's nice. Real quick, I just want to compliment the addition as hard as it may be to also brush your teeth before going to bed. Oh, I feel like the more exhausted I am, Yeah. the more I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this two-minute activity that I do all the time. I hate brushing my teeth when I'm tired.
0: I know. But then when you wake up and you haven't brushed your teeth, your mouth tastes like a dragon to shit in it. It's gross.
1: (laughs) 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 Those night dragons (laughs) creeping in the shit. That's a great way if you have kids to get them to brush their teeth.
0: Yeah. You're going to wake up and it'll taste like a dragon pooped in there. Do you want a dragon to shit in your mouth overnight? Yeah. Do you? No. Do you? (laughs) Chase? Wait. Chastin? chastin
1: (laughs) what's a good what's a good rich kid name
0: what's a good kid name what do people name children um oliver
1: Ooh, no No. that's not it um how about chastity let's really fuck with him from birth
0: (laughs) oh all right so mine would be
1: (laughs) mine i mean my favorite move to do if i'm exhausted is to come home Mm -hmm. strip all my clothes off see take a hot shower never a bath take a hot shower like I'm we're right there pace and pace yeah but what my I love to do it would be weird if you showered in your clothes (laughs) Oh, put on my uh shower jeans (laughs) put on my put on my shower jeans Uh (laughs) (laughs) which are by the way very different than my swimming jeans right yeah Uh uh-huh
0: sorry okay
1: (laughs) but the move I like to do right before I shower Mm -hmm. is turn on my oven To 400 to 425 degrees, depending on what that frozen pizza calls for. That way, while I'm showering, the oven is preheating. Then when I hop out of the shower, if I time it right, you hear ding. And then I'm like, ooh, pizza time. And then I throw that pizza in the oven while I'm brushing my, not brushing my teeth, while I'm like drying, putting on my my night jeans. (laughs) Your sleeping jeans? (laughs) My sleeping jeans. (laughs) And um, and then, yeah, this is where it gets tricky now because as that pizza is cooking and as I'm all clean and feeling crispy, Mm -hmm. I have to figure out what to watch while I eat my frozen pizza. Remind me to go back to my frozen pizza move because I did it the other night. Okay. But now with Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and Amazon Prime... I do so much scrolling that by the time the pizza's ready I haven't chosen a goddamn thing to watch oh fuck and then by the time I'm eating the pizza I'm still scrolling and I'm like Ugh, I don't want to watch any of this but I guess I could watch any of it the whole thing's a nightmare you've gotta so, like
0: have like a go-to series I you know. don't have a go-to
1: I don't because I've watched I watched Billions I think that's an interesting show I watched Black Monday I think that's an interesting show I've seen Ugly Delicious a million times Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives sure but I'm a little over it okay like no offense to Guy Fieri shout out to you oh I fuck with you heavy. Getting
0: a Hollywood star of fame on the walk tomorrow.
1: I need need a new series. Like, I feel like the way people watch The Office or Friends, I don't have that. Sure. And I've never seen Game of Thrones, so maybe I just start it now. I don't know. I guess.
0: Maybe start it now. Do you have HBO?
1: Uh, no, but if anyone out there wants to DM me their password, (laughs) fucking hit me up. (laughs) Uh,
0: I would say the Sopranos. If you've never, have you ever, I have never seen the Sopranos. So that's, that's one that I started recently and that's like a full eight seasons of fucking incredible heavy hitting acting and some of the best fucking writing around. And just like, you know, every actor is a heavy hitter, heavyweight, top notch delivering every moment. And it's fucking crazy. And it's also just a great story. I mean, it's a, you know, do you know the story? It's like. Mafia yeah, boss they all sing in...
1: real high, and it's a competition to see who sings the
0: highest. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: And James Gandolfini has this angelic voice, and no one can believe it's coming out of that body.
0: Yeah, it's super heartwarming and beautiful. Yeah. I'll no, watch he's that. A, he's eight a... seasons of singing high? <laughs> well, Glee was at least eight seasons. <laughs> I was a big fan of Glee when it came out. No, fucking The Sopranos, though. He's in therapy. He's a mafia boss who's in therapy and like having anxiety attacks. It's I love amazing. it. It it's, sounds great. It's really great.
1: Okay, so can I start from pizza. Okay. Okay, so I'm in my shower jeans, I'm showering. Oven is preheating. I get out of the shower, oven is preheated, put in my frozen pizza, turn on the Sopranos, put on my sleeping jeans. When the pizza is ready, I like to use the box as a plate so that there's no cleanup. So I just like slide the pizza back on the back onto the outside of the box uh-huh. so there's no cleanup and then I just never use a knife. I like to rip off shreds of the pizza instead of cut it and I like to just rip off shreds while eating. It and then watching The Sopranos, and then I, you know, pass out and hopefully somewhere in there I brush my teeth.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Oh
1: fuck! And I forgot the one part of it. What? I I definitely hit the vape pen.
0: Okay. I did forget that.
1: Okay. Yeah. So
0: is that pre-shower, post-shower, pre... Where where in your routine does it fit?
1: While I eat. Okay. I don't really like to do it before I shower because then I'm showering for too long. <laughs> <I
0: don't- laughs> the showering stone is the best. It's so good. You get super into it and it feels so good.
1: There's that time when like the water has changed because the hot water is like, brother, I can't keep this up can't, no
0: more. <laughs> yeah. You've washed every leg hair individually. <laughs> And between your toes twice. Yeah.
1: Get out. Your ass is clean. Um, So,
0: yeah. I like the shower that's mad that it's had to give too much water for too long. Like, get out. Well, it's puking, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, like, it's nonstop
1: puking hot water on you.
0: So you get out of the shower. You're you're toweled off. You put on whatever it is that you sleep in. You Mm -hmm. get your pizza. You hit the vape. You Mm -hmm. pass out watching whatever it is. Yeah. And then when do you, like, wake up and brush your teeth and shut everything off?
1: Uh, A couple hours later. Okay. Yeah, like I usually, like it's almost like a hot two-hour nap where you're full and it's still playing so you can kind of hear in the background the next episode. find it so soothing. Yeah, two hours later you kind of wake up enough and you kind of, all right, and you just roll in, roll out, hit stop, brush a tooth, lay back down.
0: (laughs) I will say last night I got got back from Vegas yesterday and last night I fell asleep watching um, Law and Order and I woke up watching criminal minds and um it was very disconcerting it like gave me mild anxiety because it was like really fucking like violent did you fall asleep to rape uh yes i fell asleep to sexual assault and i woke up to torture
1: (laughs) 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 that's the snore snap fuck yes wow yeah Yeah. but also there is something comforting about law and order i don't know what it is but there's a there is a like formulaic we're gonna get the bad person yeah it's always the third person they talk to
0: it's always the whoever the guest star is it's them have always I, have i, mean, I
1: told the story yet i'm sorry to interrupt no no who's the who's the uh the woman on mariska yes yes have you did you tell me the story about her eating between takes
0: oh no that was meg our friend meg who was on law and order last year meg shot two scenes with Marishka Hardigay. and she yeah I'm sorry, will you tell it? Yeah, so Meg McQuillan, fucking awesome actor, one of my dearest friends, and um, look for her on Mindhunter this fall coming up. Uh, she did a, a two, like a two or three scenes with Mariska Hardigay on an episode of SVU, and she said that she just had, because they knew the shot like where it was framed was just from like the ribs up, so their laps weren't in frame. And Mariska Hardigay straight up had like peanut butter and apple slices on her lap, and would just like, they'd be like cut, and then she would just... Snack (laughs) between takes, but like wasn't getting up to you know go get herself a snack. It was just like basically there with, and it was an
1: intense interrogation scene.
0: Oh yeah, it was like you know Meg's like talking about how you know whatever it was that I can't remember what it was, but obviously it's rape. It's SVU, so it was like yeah, and then they'd just be like cut, and she was like, (laughs) it's fucking great. Yeah, this you know the reason that like I went to. Vegas a couple of years ago with a couple of friends, Kate and Isabel, and Isabel actually just DM'd me because she saw that I put something on my Instagram story about watching Law & Order. She was like, bitch, I've never seen so much fucking Law & Order as I did when I stayed with you in a hotel in Vegas. And I was thinking about it. Kate also loves Law and & Order, and Kate's a hospice nurse. She has like, one of the most stressful jobs on the planet. Like She shepherds people through the last until they die, and it's fucking amazing and incredible. And so you think that something about sexual assault would not be what soothes you but there's something that I find really calming and soothing about it and for me part of it is that I lived in New York for 13 years and so it's the sounds of New York it's like my home you know it's my city and it's also because Mariska Hardigate is just gonna make sure that everything's okay and like when Chris Maloney was on at a stabler like that that powerhouse duo you just knew that they like they were gonna fucking take care of shit yeah and also there's something about um I mean it's the same reason that I like listening to My Favorite Murder or You know, it's sort of like if you look at the worst, it makes you feel better about what you actually have. You know what I mean? It's like something soothing about that sort of the fascination with true crime, something like SVU or, you know, a podcast about murder. Like the reason that I like them is because it's an acknowledgement of the fact that I'm okay you know what I mean? That's it's a so way beautiful. Yeah. That's so
1: beautiful to be able to like break down that it's coping like that.
0: Yeah. I think like, at, you know, at my worst when I'm like actually going through big things in my life, that's maybe not the time when I would choose to watch something like that. But like if I just want to fall asleep and I'm just, you know, doing okay in life, like I find it soothing. I think, I think people would agree with me. I'm sure that people like, well, I don't know. Almost everyone I know listens to. Um, I don't know anyone who falls
1: asleep to like monster truck rallies.
0: No, but that's But I know everybody.
1: Exactly. And I know quite a few people who, I mean, those shows, there's a hundred million. Yeah types of that show all with the same formula all with the same plot all with the exact same thing just different actors but
0: they're not law and order and Mm -hmm. law and order is so great because it's the 21 or 22 seasons of like reliable dependable actors who are just going to take care of the bad guy
1: hell yes you know
0: and that it's that or for me star trek next generation which is just the dulcet tones of jean-luc picard you know which is patrick stewart yeah so it's you know Six and one, half a dozen of the other. I could take either, but they both put me to sleep. <laughs> so nice. I want to hear
1: from people out there. Like, what yeah. is the show that puts you to sleep? Yeah. What is your nighttime bone-tired routine?
0: Uh, speaking of people uh, getting back to us about things, I, uh, we've heard from some people about our sauce condiment debate. And uh, Oh, do you have an apology? Oh, yeah. Okay, so first off, I'm sorry. I was wrong to question any of your uh, pronouncements about sauces and condiments. Turns out all condiments... A condiment is the umbrella that includes sauces and gravies and anything, basically, that is not the actual main dish. Yeah. So it's not just ketchup and mustard. It's also all of the things that you were saying, you know, when I was like, well, I don't know if sour cream is a condiment. I think that's more like a dollop or whatever the fuck it was. I was very wrong and I'm sorry. And uh, this is your public apology and it's all you're fucking getting from me. So (laughs) moving on.
1: (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. I I knew in my heart that the condiment was the true umbrella of it all.
0: Yeah, I heard a lot about it from a lot of people who were like, Hey dum dum, where did you grow up? Like it's all they're all condiments. Um but we heard back from a lot of people and it was really fun. Like people wrote to us about things that they loved that you and I didn't really even bring up, like uh, so- I had
1: one person write to me and like one through ten through six was Tapatio. And then five was gravy and then four through one was tapatillo. So I, I, what a ball. This is so fun.
0: That's fucking amazing. So yeah, well, the one person who really got back with like a comprehensive list that I actually just want to shout out because um, I really loved it. And I also was like had my mind blown with condiments that I had never fucking heard of. Have you ever heard of um, cookie butter?
1: Oh my gosh! You've never heard of that?
0: I had never heard of cookie Mary butter, Mary
1: Jane. This is important.
0: What the fuck? Okay, so
1: oh, by the by, the fingerful out of the jar like a savage.
0: Never heard of it. I was like, I'm so confused. What? What is it? So wait. So Jules uh, Hannah at Jules underscore Hannah wrote and said, um, it's, "Number one is peanut butter," and she put an apology next to it. <laughs> She's like, "Sorry, Mary Jane," because I'm <laughs> allergic. So, and then soy sauce, ketchup, butter, olive oil, honey mustard, steak sauce, sweet and sour sauce, and then cookie butter
1: i forgot about cookie butter and that needs to be in the top 10 that is an important condiment
0: so i was like what the fuck is cookie butter and she didn't really explain it but she wrote back um it's like uh, with other spreads like peanut butter or nutella and then she said have you ever tried Speculoos?
1: speculose Speculoos. you know what i don't why did i correct with a, what i think is not no what, how correct? do you say i always thought it was speculos, but more importantly trader joe's
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's you know what these things are?
1: Fucking delicious. Can you
0: break it down for me? I've never heard yeah, of these Yeah,
1: it's like a gingerbread cookie in peanut butter, but it's not peanut butter. It's gingerbread butter. It's almost like if you were to take the most tasty bits of a Ben and Jerry's mix in without any of the ice cream yeah and it's intensely delicious you can put it on any and everything and your mouth is going to be so satisfied
0: she says jules says uh it's ground up gingery airplane cookies as a spread yeah yeah she knows it so that's fucking crazy not only have i never had it i've never heard of it
1: oh so next step i will be bringing some and i will be bringing some things for you to put it on and at the end of it you're gonna just lick the knife
0: i mean there's some shit that we have to get to because we have to have hot sauce ranking uh situation okay we have to do like a spreads tasting where we do like i want to like pit you know fluff against nutella against what's it called
1: speculo speculo Speculos? yeah
0: there's yeah we need to be smoking some we eating some food <laughs> <laughs> Fine. i'm so
1: excited wow jules thank you so much yeah I want to... Now I got to rethink my list because I didn't think about cookie butter and she's correct. It might it might be number 6 for me. I don't think it's a top 5 because I don't think it's my anytime go-to. It's a little bit too narrow right. for my top 5, which I feel like but is Nutella, big bold and broad.
0: She made me think about Nutella, which God is like God damn it, God, that
1: might be like 8 or 9.
0: Fucking hell, man, Nutella is one of the all-time greats.
1: It's that thing that you whenever you never think about it, but then when you see it, you're like, "Oh hell yeah."
0: Oh fuck yes. Yeah,
1: like I've never looked at ranch and been like, mm, I'm so happy. It's just like, yeah, it's fucking ranch. Of course, it's good. Yeah. But if you, if you see Nutella, like a Nutella surprise, that's a nice surprise. It's
0: one of the best things in the world. Like a Nutella on a crepe. Have you ever had a Nutella crepe? Yes. Mm, it's just heaven. I mean, like you feel it in your groin when you eat it. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. kind of food where it actually turns you on.
1: One of my balls descended. <laughs>
0: when nice. I, when I had it. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Because it went <laughs> great. It went Whoa! And it just like bungeed down. Did it, it like yo yo? Yo-yo-y?
0: Like, yo 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 yo? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: cool. So, I mean, that's the power of Nutella right there for you.
0: Yeah, it makes your balls drop. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
1: <laughs> Which was weird because it was also New Year's Eve.
0: Oh, oh God. <laughs> gross. So gross. Okay. We've talked although, enough about your balls. Okay, but
1: although, <laughs> just to really push it, how funny would it be? You know the Hollyweed sign mm-hmm. that happened. How funny would it be for one of these New Years if somebody just like pranked it and put too big, like a big old ball sack on the uh, Times Square ball drop at the last minute, so there was nothing they could do, and then you just saw
0: that would be fucking amazing. Almost
1: like a like a like those Bachelorette straws, like those dick straws. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just. Uh, time for the ball to drop (laughs) oh no (laughs)
1: ryan seacrest is like
0: (laughs) the nation has been pranked (laughs) come on banksy yeah or fucking well the artist behind the hollyweed sign jesus hands oh yeah uh we know him we could we've seen at parties here in la he actually just launched his own celeb brand
1: there you go you can
0: buy a hollywood uh hollyweed line of um pre-rolls and stuff we could ask him what he thinks about that next time we see him.
1: Dick Clark's rolling in his grave because of the precious ball drop in Times Square. <laughs> oh
0: no. <laughs> it'll be Everything's so funny, been ruined. Especially because like, because the fireworks will come out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking good. And I think it would be such a great statement about like, did you see the whole uh, Leslie Jones on Saturday night Live talking about abortion? She was like, I don't care what you do with your 65 year old droopy ass balls. Get your fucking, you know, yes, get your hands off my body fucking i think it would be a great statement if we could just like make like a big old pair of droopy ass balls dropping on winter and fucking new year's like old man nuts
1: especially when they settle on the roof
0: oh Oh. and they just kind of crinkle up a little bit Uh uh-huh yeah
1: it's fucking sold
0: great i can't wait to see that
1: it's a dream like i know this this has been a very tangential episode Uh because we're both a little exhausted Beat. So, you know, the energy is high, the energy is low, the thoughts are sporadic and crazy, but we never would have gotten to the ball drop <laughs> if we weren't here. And it feels real nice to do that with you.
0: Yeah, man. Be here now. I'm so glad. Be here now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. That's almost, that's like what. EDC is, I'm rambling. This is what that's what EDC is all about. That's though.
0: what weed is all about. Is that's what be weed here here now. is all about. That's, that's Ram Das is, be here now. Ram Das. Do you have a Netflix of, special coming up? No, uh, Ram Das was one of the fathers of the counterculture along with Timothy Leary, who was tune in, turn on, and drop out.
1: So, what's Ram Das's story?
0: Ram Das was a, uh, I believe he was a fellow professor with Timothy Leary at Harvard and he traveled the world learning about meditation and also like, um, uh psychedelics and weed and all that kind of stuff and be here now was his um i believe his mantra it was what he would say as the the thing that you repeat to yourself which is like i'm explaining what a fucking mantra is but be here now was a saying that ram das
1: there's something beautiful about that because it's two letters four letters three letters and it's so tight succinct and perfect Mm -hmm. that's a really perfect sentence it's
0: a perfect mantra
1: it's a perfect yeah because like even picturing it in my mind's eye Mm -hmm. is calming satisfying and a nice reminder
0: yeah fucking hell yeah weed huh weed it's tight <laughs> let's wrap this is that up. your mantra yeah. weed's tight <laughs> oh no like
1: it's like oh who would you put on uh, mount cushmore and it's like ramdas <laughs> timothy leary and then underneath it is like be here now tune in turn on drop, drop out. out and then mary jane gibson
0: weed's tight <laughs> i don't know what i've had to actually come up with a mantra for myself and i can't remember which one i settled on but i've had a few good ones and i would say like the my favorite one is is kind of some version of be here now it's all about like i'm here in this moment and i'm at peace with it and you know yeah yeah, that's what i think mine is probably
1: uh tool thank you for coming out with a new album in august i can't wait to hear it and see you live
0: cool yeah
1: that's That's probably my mantra
0: that's a good mantra yeah okay
1: You want to get out of here? Uh huh. Yeah. You want to, I do want to put on my shower jeans. I
0: want to put on some pajamas and eat some edibles and go to bed. Okay. Yeah.
1: Let's do it. Okay. Uh, I don't even know how this episode's been, but thank you all for listening. Thank
0: you for listening. Let's do Buds of the Week real quick. Oh, shit.
1: I yeah. forgot. Can I go first?
0: Yeah, of okay, course. And I'm... then you're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, and whoever's <laughs> yours is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, Bye.
1: Great. <laughs> you hear the door click. <laughs> the rudest. Oh, but then I come back in. I'm like, oh, forgot my keys. And then like go back out again. Okay. And
0: I'm still here recording by myself. <laughs> just me and my fucking dog and cat. Fur fam. What's up? You guys will always listen to me, won't you? Won't you? Yeah, they will. They got my back
1: so sad watching you unravel like this. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Okay, my butt of the week is my dad, Steve Glazer. I'm just really proud of him. And he wrote a rock opera, and then he performed it in front of a sold-out coffee shop in St. Louis, Missouri, with psychedelic art, swirly art in the background. And he wrote 50 minutes of original rock opera music. Wow. And he called it like the, he called it the magic and the, oh, the music and the mayhem. And he's like, we can't, we're living through a lot of mayhem right now, so let's lean into the music. And he even had a foot pedal attached to a spotlight above him so that when he finished songs, he could hit the foot pedal and have like a strong blackout between songs for the power shift. Like, you know, he just put in the whole thing and 50 minutes of OG music that's- I'm just proud of him, so he's my bud of the week.
0: Is there somewhere where I can listen to it? like? Can, does he put, have his songs online or anything yet? He
1: he had a three camera setup. Whoa. Yeah, Profesh. Really took it serious. I think he's gonna press up some D DV- or some CDs for it. I love like he's yeah. like, and I think I'm gonna burn some CDs. Nice. I'm like, I'm like, awesome, Dad. Also,
0: yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah, maybe put it on SoundCloud. <laughs> no reason
1: to open up the trunk.
0: Yeah, there's the internet. Nobody <laughs> wants a jewel case in their life. <laughs> yeah. Just give me a, give me some digital music, please. Yeah. He's like, no, you know, like buy a new sharpie. Oh my god, he's gonna send you like one of those padded mailers with a CD in it. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear it.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Congrats, Dad. Shout out, Steve. Who's your butt of the week?
0: My butt of the week is um, Joe Corey. So Joe, I met Joe in uh, like, I don't know, 2015 maybe when I was uh, still living in New York and he was still in college, and he had just developed this thing called the iRolly, that's a rolling tray for your iPhone. So it's like a case that you put on the back of your iPhone and then you can just roll your joints on it. It's got like a little funnel where like you can tap the weed out. Like it was just like this incredible design. And he came with a prototype to the High Times offices to show it to me so I could write about it for the magazine. And he was just like this totally amazing like college kid who just came up with this great idea with his friends and did this great social media campaign and everything. And so fast forward a few years, I just saw him at Glazed. He came to see your show in vegas and he said hey and um he fucking sold his company he sold wow. iRoly to a big um investment firm and i just read about it and he didn't really say anything to me about it and i just looked it up he sold it for six hundred thousand dollars wow yeah wow yeah and he's out of college now but he's you know like I, I, I don't even know what he's up to, but I think he's with that company, with that investment firm. He's just doing really cool things. He's an entrepreneur. He's young. He's hungry. He's earnest. He's nice. He's smart. And he's just been always so friendly and lovely and reconnecting with him at Glaze was so great. And I just um, put a call for people to give me quotes about their home state. Uh, we scene for a travel feature that I'm writing for a dope magazine. And he reached out and he was like, I'm from Massachusetts. I'll give you some quotes. And I was like, yeah, he's a fucking cool dude. So you should follow him because I think he'll like be a player for a long time in the legal weed scene, and he's at Joe underscore M underscore Khoury, which is K-H-O-U-R-Y. I just think he's really cool. So it's so
1: neat. What a, like to be like, I think I have a really cool idea. Yeah. And then to believe in your idea and then finish your idea. And then somebody else be like, yo, I believe in your idea too. Here's 600k.
0: Well, he went and like, he got seed money for it. And then he got an angel investor and he kind of did all the steps as like a young entrepreneur that, you know, you and I, I think are both like interested in with things like our spotlight series from learning from, from people, how, like, how do you take an idea and turn it into a reality and then profit from that reality? And he's like such a great example of doing that.
1: And he sounds like a nice person.
0: He is a nice person.
1: Nice. Yeah. Really great butt of the week. Yeah. Aw, what a heartfelt night. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool.
0: My defenses are all the way down. I'm just full of feelings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do have one more announcement. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's on your shirt
0: yeah oh that's right i'm wearing a cannabis cup shirt we're going to the high times cannabis cup this weekend
1: oh are we going is anything more happening at the oh,
0: cannabis oh i don't know cup? mike what are we doing there? oh
1: are we like doing a fucking live show at the cannabis cup and san bernardino
0: this fucking weekend i don't know are we gonna do a weed and grub live from the vip tent at the san bernardino cannabis cup
1: fuck yeah we are you know who else is gonna be at the cannabis cup this weekend
0: uh ice cube
1: uh blue face
0: uh fucking girl talk
1: yeah right speaking of that brand that brand that brand yeah Ooh, I love Grill Talk.
0: Yeah, the fucking lineup at the Cannabis Cup. I love is, Blueface. What am I saying? Yeah. If,
1: can I just say right here, right now, if Blueface doesn't get double uh, XL freshman, I'm gonna be furious.
0: Well, I don't even know what that means.
1: Doesn't matter. Just had to say out loud. Blueface better be a double XL freshman this year.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, but you don't want to explain it to me. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I just wanted to shout, <laughs> shout out some of the other people who are gonna be at the fucking cup because if you're in SoCal and you're free this weekend, like, come hang out with us in San Bernardino. We're gonna be. Uh, it, oh Harry Mack. Yeah, that's the other one you have were you excited seen, about, right? Well, have
1: you seen his freestyle videos? He, he's spectacular.
0: And Tamika Marshall. Yes. Um. Yeah. Tory Lanes. Just a fucking great, great, great John, lineup. John Capetta. And us. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you, you, you might be here for Ice Cube. You might be here for Blueface, <laughs> Girl Talk. But we all know why you're really here,
0: ladies Reed and
1: gentlemen.
0: And <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Fucking great. Like, we're going to walk around and like meet cool people at the cup and maybe like get some snippets, like kind of man on the street interview stuff. I want to ride that fucking Ferris, Ferris wheel at sunset again. Hell
1: yeah. Oh, smoking a joint as the sun sets and yeah. you're going high.
0: Oh, man. As two chains was playing and you uh, and we were with Joel. Yep. And fucking smoking a joint in that Ferris wheel as the sunset. That was one of my favorite moments from last year.
1: Come to the cup, y'all.
0: Yeah. It's going to be great. So that's it, right?
1: Yeah, that's it. There are some other announcements. Can I make it? What?
0: What you mean? Who we're interviewing? Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. Should we say? Yeah. Okay.
1: Fuck it. Let's do it.
0: All right, Laganja Stranja is going to be on the podcast. Um, We're interviewing Laganja next week. That's fucking exciting. We're also talking to, oh, one of the premier uh, sex products in the cannabis space, Foria. We're going to be talking to the founder of Foria.
1: Speaking about putting things in your butt. Ooh. Yeah. yeah they actually have <laughs> so far, a... it's been Molly, Glow Sticks. And <laughs> they, now- They
0: have a marijuana anal suppository called Explore. Oh, sign me the fuck Specifically designed up. for anal play. Yes. Yeah.
1: Sign me up.
0: Yeah. We've got some just like cool, exciting guests coming up. Very uh, cool.
1: It is very cool. Uh, with that, I just want to say to everyone, if you dig us, please leave a five-star review, tell a bud, follow us on Instagram at Weed and Grub.
0: Yeah, leave comments, slide into our DMs, let us know about what condiments you like, um, what you would put speculos on.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite nighttime activity is? Yeah.
0: How do you how do you fall asleep? I want oh, shit. to get some people. I forgot about jacking off. What? What? Oh you Okay.
1: Do you want to talk about it now? It's too late. Somewhere in there. <laughs> you can't just randomly. Somewhere in there you jack off.
0: Okay. I God mean, damn it. Okay. <laughs> That's like a, yeah. Okay. Right? Cool. <laughs> right though? Right? Like you're tired. Ty- when I'm exhausted, I do not. When I'm truly fucking exhausted, like coming back from EDC, there was no time for me to get myself off. Like there was like a shower and a slide into sleep. That's it. I don't. I mean, I totally like get myself off, you know, all all the time, just not when I'm that exhausted.
1: I feel like you get a 10% deeper sleep if you come.
0: Oh, 100%. But I like coming in the morning and then falling back asleep.
1: Oh, that's kind of my mood. So the way that I wake up to go brush my teeth after a two-hour nap.
0: I wake up to get off, (laughs) and then I go back and have my two-hour nap. Like coming in the morning, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do feel you on that. Yeah, there's something about because mm-hmm. everybody oh shower in the morning coffee in the morning let's start the day
0: coffee and an orgasm before you go into the office man you'll have a great fucking day you can just look at every motherfucker that you deal with that day look them right in the eye and be like i fucking came today you know
1: that's such a good move mm, that's such a good so. mindset
0: right yeah let's end on that yeah come and be here now
1: <laughs> bye everybody
0: bye